Good evening. Good evening. Somebody praise the Lord for me, would you? Now, I want you to do me a better, uh, another favor. Praise the Lord like you think he's in the house. That's better. When I was a kid, we always had competition. And they'd start over on this side of the house and they'd start singing a song, hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. And then the other side would say, praise ye the Lord. And never got the loudest, it would switch. And I, I think the actual teenagers outdone the older group tonight. So I want to do it one more time. I'm going to try to listen who's louder, this segment or these real loud mouths right over here, okay? Are you ready? Let's praise the Lord. to tell you, older people, I think they've outdone us. Amen. Well, it's good to have you here tonight. My wife's going to open up. My Pastor Ken, if you're a visitor here today, this is my lovely wife, Jenny, and she's going to open up with some scripture and talk to you in just a second. Okay. It's good to have everyone here. And there is a verse in the Bible that I'm sure most of you all know, and I want to hear it when I uh, tell you where it's found. It's in uh, Philippians 4.13. Can you tell me what it is? I can. Yes, I think uh, that basketball player, he made it really famous. I mean, Paul wrote it, and then he put it on the back of his somewhere. I don't know where. Uh, so that is one of, the, one of the best verses to have to enter into this new school year. That you can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives you strength. But there's some other verses in Philippians chapter 4 that are just as powerful. And I want to read just one of them for you. It's chapter, verse uh, 6. It says, be anxious for nothing. He said nothing. Everybody say nothing. nothing. Whatever things are true. No, I went up somewhere else. But in everything by Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God wants you to come to Him. If you feel anxiety coming into your heart, God wants you to come to Him and to pray and with prayers and with thanksgiving unto the Lord because He loves you and He wants to help you get through whatever situation it is that might be in your life. And then it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind through Jesus Christ. So don't forget Philippians 4.13, that you can do all things through Jesus Christ. And, that, and then Philippians 4.6, that don't be anxious, but with prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to God. And you will have one of the best school years that you ever had with those verses. And we're so glad everyone's here tonight. Hello. For those of you that 
do not know me, my name is Brittany Miller. I'm a first grade teacher at Oak Grove Elementary here in Popper Bluff. Um, I'll, I'll kind of be quick, but I get asked a lot um, since I'm a teacher, what, what can I do to um, help students or what, what do they need? What supplies do they need? And you know, all of that's super important and it's really easy to just give them, you know, give up some money. But honestly, the, the, one of the most important things that I see that students could really benefit from is just somebody to build a relationship with, time with them, to just let them talk to them. Um, and so it takes more um, effort to give up some of your time and I realize that but really they benefit so much more from that um, I can't speak for the surrounding schools but I'm sure they have something similar um, but Popper Bluff does have a program Graham called Lunch Buddies and it's really easy to get involved with um, the last two years because of COVID our students have really lost that um, and it's really been noticeable. Towards the end of the school year, we were able to bring some lunch buddies back into the building. And I just wish you could see how important it is for some of these kids to have somebody to eat lunch with, just to get to talk to. Um, they know when you're supposed to be there and if you're not there. They know what day, they know what time, and they're waiting and they're expecting. And it's just, it, it makes such a difference. Um, some of our lunch buddies get really creative. They'll bring cards and games, and they just get to sit in a um, kind of a spot on their own just to get to sit and talk and play games and, and just kind of unwind and just build a relationship with somebody. Um, so I just wanted to make sure everyone knows about this program, and if it's something that you would like to be a part of and get involved with, it only takes a 30-minute commitment a week. You can pick which school you want to go to, and you'll you'll get assigned a student, and you'll get to spend 30 minutes to an hour. Some students like to end up spending their recess time with their lunch buddy even. Um, and so once a week, um, so what you would do is, is you could call the school, talk to the counselor. All you have to do is fill out um, a really short um, information page, and then she'll call you back and let you know what's your day and your time and who you're going to be paired with. Um, also, I can email you the form as well. Um, but I also want to encourage males because we have a lot of women, but the males really make a big difference um, with some of our boy students. Um, they really need those male figures. So if you have time once a week to do that, it would just make a big impact in our schools. So that's all I've got. Would you stand tonight? the God who evermore will be. Cause he opened the prison doors, 
He parted the raging seas. My God, He holds the victory. Yes. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we walk quiet. And we shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we walk quiet. We shout out your praise. Ooh, we shout out your praise. We sing to the God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes a way. Cause he hung up on that cross. He rose up from that grave. My God still rolling stones away. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out. We were the beggars, and now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. We were the beggars, now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. Shout out your praise, there's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise, oh, oh. we shout out your praise, oh, we shout out your praise. Your heart 
Before we sit down, if you serve a great, a good God, give him one more shout of praise. If he's done anything good for you in this building, give him a shout of praise tonight.
praise team, I would not go too far because this won't be too long. Uh, I'd hate for you to get back there and immediately turn around back, but I mean, you guys do what you want. Uh, I feel, uh, I got a good word for you guys, but sometimes a good word is not a long word, but what I got for you, I feel like it's going to help some people here tonight. Um, before I get started, I just want to stay, uh, take an opportunity to thank this wonderful church body for constant support of our family. We've had some hard and trying times throughout this journey, and there have been a lot of questions about the process, but I can tell you that we have never lost our faith and the that the healing is coming, that our miracle is coming. Along the way to uh, the great and mighty miracle of healing that is coming, there's been a lot of little miracles um, along this journey. And one of the reasons our faith has remained strong and constant is because of never-ceasing prayers of this church body and the thoughts of this body. So thank you again for everything that you guys have done for our family, for my family. And I just want to say thank you so much. Tonight, I have a word of encouragement for, um, uh, for the school. That's, I mean, that's what this is about. It's about school. So I have a word of encouragement. Speaking to four different classes of people in this school, before I get started, I just want to tell you uh, my history in the school business. Uh, I started off teaching junior high science. I uh, taught that for about six years. Switched over to high school science. Um, the kids taught me for about a year that year. <laughs> high school science is a different, I was filling in a gap, let me say that. It was interesting. Uh, then I went back to junior high science, and now I'm starting my second year as a principal. So, and before that, I worked in a factory for a long time. So, uh, I've seen the outside world of school, and I've been in the inside world of school, and uh, it makes you see things with a different perspective. Tonight, I want to talk to you. Four classes of people. I want to talk to the admin, I want to talk to the teachers, and I want to talk to the students, and I want to talk to the support staff. <clears throat> so let's start. Being an administrator is one of the toughest and most stressful jobs I believe one can have. You're required to make decisions that are not popular. <clears throat> when unrealistic school standards are not met by students and teachers, admin is there taking the brunt of that criticism, dealing with angry parents because little Johnny or Susie, uh, they don't feel like they're getting a fair chance. Teachers that are frustrated with you because you're passing down standards and requirements from authority that is greater than your own and you have no control of those things. An administrator is tasked to make sure that all their students are being taught what is necessary to make them a successful student and meet those state standards. They are required to hold kids accountable for their actions, but without being too strict so we don't break that student. They're responsible for making sure that their environment is safe and secure for the students at all times. And with what we have seen in the news and around the world lately, that's a tough job in itself. All responsibility for that building rests on that administrator. That's a lot. So here's what I have to say to you tonight, admin. I see you. But more importantly, God sees you. And when I say that, when I say that God sees you, if you are serving God... And you are putting God in everything that you do, he sees you. He sees the stress that all decisions bring on. But you want to make sure that you do what's the absolute best for your staff and students. God sees your long hours and sleepless nights worrying about your school. He sees your alone times and you're weeping over your staff. And he hears your heart when he aches for students. And all that God tells you. Through all of that, God tells you, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So you are the head of that school. 
And through that time, there are times that you feel that things get rocky, things get rough. Am I really, was I really meant to be here? Was there a mistake made? There was no mistake made in your placement. But have faith in knowing God entrusted you for it, the task at hand. And above all, if you give everything over to him and exalt him through all things, God will have your back at all times. No questions asked. Teachers, you have one of the most thankless jobs. You hear that all the time. You're underpaid, uh, under-resourced. You're asked to create something from nothing. You're required to meet every need academically and emotionally. You're the most of the time required to fund your own classroom on an already limited salary. But you are what I call the legs and the arms of the school. You're what lifts and carries the students to help achieve success in their lives by creating lifelong relationships that can help form and shape their future. You are the ones that challenge the students daily on becoming better versions of themselves. Teachers, in some case, you have just as much, if not more, influence than what the home has on that student. So please know this, that your efforts and labor and battles are not seen with a blinded eye, but God says to you, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you, always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor is not done in vain. Although you may be tired, tired of battling obscure policies, tired of battling with difficult parents, tired of dealing with disrespectful students, Be refreshed in knowing that God sees you. And he says that your labor, what you are doing every day in those kids' lives, even if you are not directly preaching the word of God to that child, they are seeing God through your actions. They are seeing God through the smiles, through the joy, through how you carry yourself in that building when times are rough. What you're doing is for a purpose, and only you are able to fully complete it. So for this coming year, I want to pray this prayer for you. Well, it's actually a scripture out of Deuteronomy. It says, let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plants. Every year you got to treat those kids. Every year you have new students coming in. They are fresh, tender plants, tender students ready to be poured out on. And you have that opportunity to show those children, to show those kids what the love of Christ, what the joy of Christ is. Let's talk about what I like to call the heartbeat of the school, the student. Students have so much potential of power that most of you don't realize what you have. And because of this potential, I believe that is why you are so heavily attacked. One of the hardest places for a student to be a Christian is in the school. With constant interrogation from classmates of your faith. With governmental policies trying to limit how much Jesus we can have in the school the constant pressure of trying to fit in and be accepted by the peers of your class, and all the extra time that the school requires for you to be classified as a successful student. But I say to you tonight, student, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into wonderful light. God has called you to be different. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to quit looking at all the negatives of what it means being a Christian in a public school and look at them as opportunities. When you can begin to look at your negatives as opportunistic situations, then this is what begins to happen. 
classmates interrogating you about your faith, opportunity. For you to share your faith and how God has changed you. Constant pressure on trying to fit in, opportunity. For you to express that your identity is in Christ and not how man views you. Your power comes from faith that is inside of you. That God is your source of hope and joy. And when that happens, you begin changing environments. You begin changing classrooms. You begin changing ball teams, friends. You begin changing schools. So I urge you today, students, to begin taking your opportunities and using them to become environment changers. Fourth group of people I want to talk about. I call these the support staff. A body cannot perform if it does not have a proper support system. When a body is tired, it requires rest. When a body is thirsty and hungry, it requires nutrition. When a body is injured, it needs medical attention to be able to properly heal. A proper support system is essential in creating the most efficient body one can have. So I like to refer to the support system as our need fillers. So in my school, I run a program called See a Need, Fill a Need, when students can help out without being told to help out. And we want to reward those opportunities and reward those actions. So I call these people the need fillers. They are doing things around the school, filling gaps um, that help keep the school running on a day-to-day. Um, secretaries, janitorial maintenance, uh, paras, substitute teachers, bus drivers. These are the people that fill in, in, need, in when needed or help keep things running as smoothly as possible on a day-to-day. Sometimes it's easy to forget about these essential staff and how important they are to our school. So I say to you, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God has placed you where you are for a reason. You may think that you just sweep a hallway or you just answer a phone or drive a bus. Oh, sorry. But little do you know, you are a bright smile in that hallway to a child who had a rough night at home and didn't get a meal or see his parents at all. Your radiation of God's joy is that student, when he, when he opens the bus doors and he sees that could be the only joy that student sees that whole day and pushes him through. Your role in the school is not diminished because of your position, but elevated because of your opportunity to reach students. Okay? You got to understand that just because you clean a bathroom or just because you answer a phone or just because I drive a bus, which that seems to be a pretty hard job to get anymore for a school, those are opportunities. You see children in the most vulnerable. You see them when they would just wake up. You see them when nobody's had any interaction with them. And you see them at the end of the day when they've had a rough day or whatnot, you have the opportunity to greet their day, start their day on a good note, and finish their day on a good note. Just because you are a bus driver does not mean that you are any less. It does not mean that you have any, any less important job in the school. But in my opinion, you have one of the most uh, opportunistic opportunities or opportunistic jobs in the school because you see kids at a different level than what the teacher and everybody else sees the school. So with the coming school year, I want to put a challenge out. To the admin, approach this year with confidence. And know that God has your back and no mistakes were made in your placement. To the teacher, don't be tired and well-doing. Be refreshed in knowing that all your work is not done in vain. And God sees you. The students see you. When you're down and out, the student sees you. When you're showing joy when times are tough, the student sees you. 
to the student, I dare you to be different. Be that peculiar person that sets a new standard for people to look to. Be environment, be classroom, be school changers to the need fillers. Don't think your job has any less, uh, don't think your job is any less or your opportunity is diminished because of a job title. However, treat it like a new opportunity every time we have an interaction with a student to express the love and joy of Christ. With all of this, something I feel that we lack as human beings a lot of time is kindness. Kindness will go further than one can imagine. A lot of times our kids don't experience kindness outside of the school. A lot of times our kids don't experience kindness inside of the school. A lot of times people just want to have a little bit of kindness because that kindness will propel them to where they need to be. And to all of this, the world has, not, has enough hate, it has enough anger, has enough animosity. So I tell everybody in here, parents, guardians, let's be different. Let's give them something they're not expecting. Let's give them something they're not used to, something that has no strings attached and requires nothing in return. Let's give them God's love. Let's give them hope. Let's show them what peace truly is. And let's show them the same grace that God has showed you. I know times are tough. I know it's, we're in a teacher shortage. We're in a bus driver shortage. Kids seem to be more disrespectful now that they had the, the two years at home in COVID. But I tell you, you are where you are for a reason. You were hired in the district that you were at for a reason. God appointed you to that position for a reason. And it's not just to teach. That's the foundation, what you're supposed to do there. That's your opportunity to get in the door. But God has something more. There are a lot of times, there are a lot of children that don't have the experience of Jesus Christ in their lives. They don't have the opportunity to experience what God is. And that only opportunity is going to come from us. So it's our job. It's our duty. It's our responsibility. It's our obligation to express Jesus in every way we can. We can't stand in the halls and yell Jesus, but we can stand in the halls and show Jesus. And the way we show Jesus, we greet him with a smile. We don't hold past mistakes over their heads. We try to make their load a little lighter by showing what the joy of Christ really is. So I challenge all of you this year, be something different. And when I say different, show the joy and love of Christ that he has shown you. Amen. At this time, we're going to ask all of the uh, church administrators of any capacity that are here, if you would come forward, any teachers, if you would come forward, school board members, um, Come on, you know who you are. I see several of you. Come on, we want you to stand up here in the front. We want to have a time. Any school board members, teachers, administrators of any capacity, any staff members at a school of any capacity, we want to have a time of prayer with you and for you. And the church said amen. amen. I'm going to ask the rest of the church, if you would, would you just stand tonight for just a few moments and just extend your hand this way as we have a time of prayer. And just, you see people up here you know personally, and just 
Again, extend your hand and let's go to the Lord in prayer over these and bathe these individuals as well as the different school districts that they represent. Let's bow our heads. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, your son. And Lord, this is something our church does, this prayer service. It seems more important and valuable now than it ever has been. As Brooks had brought the attention of so many things, challenges that are faced from the students and the administrators and teachers and staff and school boards. God, there is just such an agenda of the enemy that is at work. They face great challenges. These that are up here tonight, they face unbelievable challenges. From curriculum and the things that they allow into the schools to just the public pressure that they feel the influence that they carry in a community and upon the next generation, it is a great responsibility. And Lord, we pray, these that are here, God, we pray that they would be led by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead them in their classrooms. Lead them in their discipline of students. Lead them in their instruction. Lead them in their care. God, we pray that they would be full of the fruit of the Spirit. That there would be love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and meekness and temperance and self-control. All of these things, God, we pray that the students would see that in all of these that are up here tonight. God, that it would bleed over, that it would have an impact upon the students that are in the room. There is such a godless agenda that is facing these individuals tonight. Choices have to be made. Things that uh, maybe directions, maybe things go in directions they don't want them to go and they have no choice. But Father, we pray that as they are led by the Holy Spirit, that you would be, that you would break into the agenda of the enemy. That they would truly be lights in a dark place. God, we're praying that the classrooms would be a place of peace and learning. We're praying that parent-teacher conferences would go well. We're praying that school board meetings would be productive. We're praying for the safety, the physical and spiritual, emotional uh, and mental safety of everyone, God. We pray that any agenda of the enemy that would come against the different individuals up here tonight, and against the different uh, school districts that are represented within our local community, God, we rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pray that the gospel of Jesus would be lived out in the lives of these that are here. God, that truly this community would turn back to you, Jesus, and that they would see it first in the schools. That it would be seen and represented in the schools. Father, we are binding together as a church with faith and believing that this is going to happen. That this is going to be a great year for everyone. God, we believe this and we claim this and we expect it in the humble name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. School staff, admin, I'm just going to ask you to scoot up just a little bit if you would. Any students in this room all the way from...
head start all the way to college, I'm going to ask you if you would just please come at this time. I'm going to ask you guys to face them if you would. Sorry about that. Try to spread out this way some. everyone else who would go ahead and come and gather behind them if you would everyone who's comfortable doing that scoot up a little bit if you would students start to spread a little bit this way surround these students in prayer and my prayer is that you don't just do that tonight but that you continue to do that through the school year that you wouldn't just pray for your own kids your own family the people that you see as being dear to you but that you would pray for all students continue to do that after this night let us pray Lord I pray for every student in this room who is in Christ I pray that they would be strong in the Lord and in the strength of your mind. They would put on the full armor of God so they might stand against the schemes of the enemy. I pray, Lord Jesus, that these students would have faith and trust in you that can be that is unshakable, unmovable, that their foundation is built on Jesus Christ, that they know why they believe and they know what they believe, they know why they believe it. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would make them strong in spirit, that they may be able to be different. They may be able to be unashamed to reject temptation, to be unashamed to reject to be like everyone else who doesn't know you. They'd be unashamed to say no, that they would be unashamed to declare your name, that they would be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let them be unashamed, Lord, in a, in a, in a place that is hostile towards you, that's hostile towards the things of God. Make them strong in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that they affect their students around them, that they begin to see something different in them, that the Bible says that they will know that we are your disciples if we have love for one another. In our love for one another, let us love each other and let us love those who are not in Christ. I pray, God, revival start in school in Jesus' name. I pray students, Lord, come to know you. The Bible says and tells us and we believe that the harvest is ripe and plentiful, but the laborers are few. I see many laborers in this room, Lord. Let them be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and let it be declared in every school in this region in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, without apology. Let it be done and let it be so, God. Every school in Southeast Missouri, we proclaim it in Jesus' name. I pray for the physical health of our students, that you would keep them well, that you would keep sickness out of our schools, Lord Jesus, that you'd put up a hedge of protection around our schools, God, and you'd keep COVID out and the flu out, Lord Jesus. We ask these things in the name of God. I pray, Lord, for mental health of our students. 
mental and social issues, Lord, that they deal with from being isolated for years. I pray in Jesus' name that you begin to heal. I pray you begin to mend. I pray you give them peace. Lord, I rebuke depression. I rebuke anxiety. And I speak peace. And I speak love. And I speak life over these students. And I speak a sound mind over them in Jesus' name. That they would have a sound mind, Lord. That the effects of these past two years would affect them no longer, Lord Jesus. That you'd make them not afraid to be social. That they would not be isolated because the enemy wants to isolate them so he may destroy them. Lord Jesus, we speak these things in Jesus' name. And I pray, God, for school ability. I pray students who will set their minds to work that you would bless them in their doings, that they would be fruitful in their schoolwork, that they would excel and exceed. I rebuke, Lord, the past couple years of chaos and the effects that it's had on learning. And I pray, God, that students would begin to learn faster than they ever have a crazy prayer to pray. But I believe, God, through the empowerment of your spirit and your ability that you can help students who set their minds to it exceed beyond what they can do on their own. So let them do that in Jesus' name. I proclaim it over this body, and I proclaim it over every student who's in Christ in this town and everyone that is not. Let them come to know you, Jesus. Help them in their scholastic ability. Help them in their, with their mental health. Help them with their social issues, Lord, the, thing, the things that keep them from, from having friends. Help them in Jesus' name. We proclaim these good things over this group and over this room and over this region. And we don't just surround these students in prayer tonight, but we lift them up to you regularly, Lord. We lift them up to you regularly through this school year, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, that the past two years be wiped away from memory. And the last thing I pray tonight is this. Let our rhythms, let our life, let our schedule be centered around you. Jesus' name. I rebuke idols that we build in place of you, God. I pray you be God and everything else falls short of that. In Jesus' name, let us not rebuild our idols. Let us not rebuild our idols, Lord, but let you be at the center of our life. We give you praise and glory and honor for what you've done and what you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Protect our schools, Lord, from any kind of outside attack. In Jesus' name, we speak these things in the powerful name of Jesus, believing in your ability, that you are God, that you are on the throne. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. before you take off every student who rode the van here tonight would you please give them an opportunity to go ahead and head to the foyer before you start to leave if you would just give them a moment all students who rode the van here tonight if you just go ahead and start to make your way to the foyer